So what you'll find is that deloads are pretty rarely discussed, and this might be one of the first times that I've mentioned them in the past 230 episodes or so. So to begin with, I want to go through a simple definition just to make sure we're clear on that. And a deload would essentially be a short planned period of training where you focus primarily on recovery to ensure that you stay injury free, you keep making progress, and you essentially avoid burnout. This either looks like a reduction in your training volume, your intensity, typically both if I'm honest, or even an entire week of training. And the idea is simple. It's an opportunity for your nervous system, your muscular system, and simply just your body and mind to take a rest after an intense bout of training. You take your deload and in theory, you come back stronger, fresher, and ready to push within your next cycle of training. So let's start with whether you should deload. If you're someone who's more of a recreational gym goer, you maybe go a couple of times a week or your intensity isn't too high, it's likely that you won't need a deload to be completely honest. I'm never saying never, but generally if your recovery is in a good place, then you should be able to keep up with your training demands. However, if you're someone who's relentlessly consistent, you're doing anywhere from four to five sessions per week, you're constantly pushing yourself with increased intensity and increased load in the gym, then it might be worth considering. And I want to give you some signs to look out for of whether you might want to partake in one. And I want to add a caveat before I begin. If you're not looking after your sleep, your hydration, you're not managing your stress, you probably don't need a deload. You likely just need to step up your game on the recovery front. If you're experiencing any of what I'm about to mention, be honest with yourself about where you might be slipping from this perspective. The first sign that you may need a deload is that you're getting considerably weaker. I covered the question of whether it's normal to lose strength whilst dieting in episode 207, so you can have a listen to that if you want to get my full thoughts there. But if you're eating well, you're you're sleeping well, you're managing your other recovery variables, and you're finding it hard to make progress over the course of maybe a couple of weeks or so, and you're just getting generally weaker, this could be a sign you may need to deload. However, a poor session from time to time is pretty common, and don't forget to factor in your mindset here as well, because that's going to play a big role. But if you are seeing those signs that you are getting weaker, it might be a red flag. The next is if you find yourself getting ill all the time. Your immune system might be struggling, and then if you're adding the intense amount of physiological and psychological load on top all the time, it might be preventing you from recovering sufficiently. Another sign would be if you've got sore joints or you're running into more niggles and injuries than you typically do, that's another good sign. And finally, if your coach has planned a deload within your training, it will be there for a reason. So you absolutely should take it then. Another actually might be a sporting event or a competition. It's likely you've put your mind and your body through a lot. So it could be beneficial to have one after the completion of the event. So you might be thinking, Elliot, do you do deloads or do you prescribe these to your clients? and the answer for both is actually generally no. In my experience, I've found that usually these brief periods of rest tend to take care of themselves. For example, many of my clients might put together a good streak of six to 12 weeks of training and then there will be this one week where they'll complete their Monday and Wednesday sessions but they'll miss their Friday session. Then they'll have a busy Monday and they don't pick up their training again till Tuesday the following week. So realistically, they've just taken six days off training entirely which is likely to be more than enough to aid their recovery and lessen the need for a deload. The second thing that usually happens is that they might have a holiday coming up and either they'll train less, they'll choose to do more sports and walking, etc. Or they'll be using a hotel gym where it might not be as equipped and they might not have as much access to the weight. So naturally the training intensity drops or they might fall on well, which isn't necessarily a substitute for a deload. But when they do inevitably get back into training, naturally it's going to be at a slightly lower intensity. Or of course, at some point life might just happen and it turns out that they miss some sessions. So usually these periods take care of themselves. And the final point on class and this ties into myself too, is that most people know when intuitively they need a rest and they'll usually take that extra day on the weekend, for example. So realistically, there isn't an 
immense amount of value in planning something that's likely going to happen anyway. I can definitely relate to these in my own training too. If I was going to take a deload, it wouldn't be more than once, maybe every three months. But generally, one of these things that I just mentioned will come up. And if I planned a deload when I just had a few days off because I was traveling, it would seem a little bit pointless and probably unproductive as well. So I'd highly encourage you to consider these factors first. And if you do end up thinking a deload would be productive for your own training, I want to go for a couple of approaches. So the first and most common would be a reduction in load. Usually opting for a load that's around 40 to 60% of your heaviest lifts would probably be a good place to go. But don't increase your reps. Don't try to make this session hard. The point is for it to be a lot easier and a lot less demanding. Another approach would be to reduce your volume. Let's say you're usually doing 60 kilos on the bench press for 10 to 12 reps. You might instead do 60 kilos for four to six reps. Another option would be maybe a bit of a half deload where you just reduce the intensity and volume from the tougher training days. Perhaps your leg sessions are super brutal, but your upper body sessions are manageable. So you might choose to keep those where they are and simply look to reduce the volume and load within your lower body sessions. And the last and my favorite option, in fact, is to get yourself out of the gym. Go enjoy yourself. Do something for yourself that you might have not done with that time typically. If a client of mine was considering a deload, this would 100% be my go-to. I genuinely feel that this would benefit them most in the long run. Sometimes it's nice to take a break from the gym environment itself and then come back having maybe even slightly missed your place of training. In my experience, if you enjoy training, deloads are actually quite boring. So I'd rather get myself out of the gym and go do something enjoyable, maybe go do some yoga and some light activity that will keep me active but won't tax my body and negate the point of the deload. The final closing point here is to get to know your body body and your mind. You will learn more and more as you progress through your training journey. And if you know that you're someone who runs themselves into the ground, typically the type A goal setting type person, if that's you, I conversely, I can relate, then the probably planning in periods of rest will be wise for you as it's easy to burn out and get overrun without you realizing it. If you know you're someone who's quite intuitive, feels their body and respects its needs for rest, huge props to you, but you actually might not need to be as proactive about planning the rest because you find it comes more naturally. So I hope that gave you some good education on what a deload is and whether you should try one or not. Take care team and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.